Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our dear Lehman Mrs. Sharm. We are up to day number 82 today as we continue through chapter 16. We, yesterday, previously, we were introduced to the Midah of Tahara. We understand Tahara is in relation to our intent and motivation in our heart and in our thoughts. When it comes to any actions we do, both um, physical in nature and spiritual in nature, we have to make sure we have the proper intent and we're doing it with a pure motive, purely for the sake of Hashem. And we ended yesterday discussing the idea of Shalol Shema that Chazal talk about, which is a, not a good thing, doing things that not for its own sake. And we'll see the Ramchal will reference what, what it means, Lishma, in a moment. Um, and the Ramchal today will introduce us to the three levels of Shalol Shema and, and let us know which of the three levels is the one that this Midah of Tara is applied to. Vula, Vaitim Zas Shar. Kvarnis Baru, Chazal have already explained uh, the this this topic at length of shalolishma sheish minim shonim shalolishma. There are, there are many different types of of lolishma of non lishma motivations when someone does mitzvahs. Again, we're referring to even in spiritual matters, someone doing something shalolishma. So, what's the lowest level? Let's start with that. Harami kula. What's the worst of them all? Hushenenu oved klal. Someone does some sort of spiritual thing, a mitzvah, learning Torah, davening, whatever it is, without any motivation whatsoever or intent towards his divine service. It's, it's, there's no motivation at all, no calculation whatsoever. Not, it's not even a variable. Like we mentioned yesterday as, at the end as an example, only just to trick people into thinking that they're a of a person and to get more honor or, or, or money from people. And this is what Chazal tells us in Yerushalmi. Noach lo, about this person, Noach lo shel yaso al panav. It would have been better if you wouldn't have been born alive. Shel yaso is his placenta, so literally means it would have been better if his placenta would have turned on his face before he was born, i.e. suffocated him, he would have, wouldn't, have, wouldn't have been born alive. Vala vamar anavi, it's pretty intense. Vamar alav anavi. And on that, Yeshaya himself says, the navi says, Vanehi katami kulonu ukeveged idim kol tzitkosinu. We have all become as one who is impure, and all our, all our righteousness like a repugnant garment. So talking about he's bemoaning the state of Kali Yisrael at that time. And he's saying, all of our righteousness, meaning the good, the things that look on the surface, what do you mean? We're, we're putting on tefillin, we're wearing talis, we're doing, uh, we're helping other people, we're learning Torah, whatever it is. But it's like, it's like a disgusting garment. It's like a repugnant garment. Even though it looks like a holy thing, since it's so little shma, this is zero, it's godless. The acts are godless. So it's it's repugnant, disgusting. So that's the lowest level. Next level, What's the next level up of, of something that is lolishma? This is doing the rotzon Hashem, doing Torah mitzvahs, with the intent, with the with the with the hope, with the with the motivation of I'm going to get rewarded for it. And on this pesachim, the Gemara pesachim says, In general, people should always pursue. Torah and mitzvot and do things even not for the right intent, not for its own sake. Like we discussed before, because through doing things not for the proper sake, eventually it'll come to doing things for their own sake, i.e. for the sake because Hashem told us that's what you're supposed to do. Right? That's what Lishma means. But someone that's still in that lolishma state, even though it's mitoshalishma he's doing it for the sake of, of reward, but he's still doing it because Hashem wants him to do it. So he's headed towards the lishma, but he's not there yet. Still, that person is far from his ideal state of true 
uh, true Tara in his in his in his motivations and his thoughts and and his uh, and his heart. So those are the, the 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 worst level and the second worst level. Now we get to the the, the the least worst, the least terrible of all three, which is going to be the focus of of the midav Tara here. Amnam. Beyond these levels of Lolishma, what's the level that will require even more introspection and the most introspection and work in order to overcome it? Tara. Who Tarova Sayasir? Is when you mix in improper motivation within the, the motivation of the mitzvah. A person sometimes will do the mitzvah absolutely. Like we just said. Meaning, what does that mean, Lishma? What's the motivation? This is what Hashem wants. This is what Hashem. That's why I'm doing it. That's, that's it. That's that is the reason why I'm doing it. Right? Uh, but there is a bit of another motivation that's that's you know inserted in there, even though it's a little bit. Oh, maybe the person is you know. Oh, I'm gonna get, get praise for this for this chashav thing that I'm doing. Oh, she or maybe I'll. Even receive heavenly reward for, for for this act. I'm doing it because Hashem wants me to do it, but there's a little bit in the back of my head. I'm thinking about, oh, you know, this. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to get some praise for this. That's that's kind of gishmak. It's, it's gishmak too. And sometimes, even if when the person wants to go to do the act, this this mitzvah mitzvah, and he has it lishma, and he wants to do it just because Hashem wants him to do it, and he doesn't, he isn't doing it because he has, he's hoping and expecting he's going to get praise for it. But once he starts hearing the praise for it, it, it it's enjoyable. He likes it, and he's going to be a little more. He's going to change. He's going to be a little more careful, and you know, do it, emphasize it a little more, whatever it is, as a result of the praise he's getting. Like similar to the Maison of the Gemara of the daughter of Rebchanina ben Shadion, she would walk very refined steps. I think back in the day, the movement would even like take, um, I think I saw this when I was learning the Mishnahis of this in like elementary school. They would take like a, they would chain their legs together so their, their feet wouldn't go um, too much of a distance from each other, taking wide steps, because taking wide steps is like, a, you know, a man takes wide steps, but a woman. They walk very modestly. Right back then, that was a, was a very refined, refined way of walking. And when she started hearing people saying, "Oh wow, uh, Rev Rev Hanina's daughter," she walks. Like, she walks like a really fine maiden, really refined, really refined. Immediately, she was getting a little more careful. She was. She was even more medactic on being very refined with her steps. Why did she change the way she was acting? Why was she even more meticulous? Because she was praised. If someone who wants to be a tar, mamish, really acquire this trait of tar, of purity, so then they should ensure that their intentions do not, that, that, that the, any praise or anything like that or any sort of intentions doesn't impact what they're doing at all. Because the fact that she changed was a little more meticulous. That means that the praise did impact her intentions. It impacted her motivation somewhat. Uh, this uh, this resonates me with me very much. A time for the Amit sometimes. It's it's not a simple thing to to really try to be fully present as a shliach tzibor, focusing specifically on being the messenger of the klal, while at the same time being expected to sing nigunim, lead the the crowd, choose the right nigunim, stay on key, know when to start and stop and nigun all these things. Which sometimes afterwards, of course, when after you bring the Torah after Shacharis, you bring it, put in the Torah in the beam. I was like, oh shkoyach, shkoyach. It's not the easiest thing to not feel any pleasure in that, right? I do. I do on some level. So I, that's something I, I need, I, I'd like to work on. But that, this very much resonates with me. 
Even though this, you know, Isser, because uh, this forbidden temptation, this, I'm sorry, for this forbidden intention, i.e., because, like, you know, you're it's a little bit low the schmuck, is so insignificant. Yeah, I, 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 overall, your motivation is I want to do the rest of Hashem. I want to be a good Shetzi, I want to, I want to, I want to serve Hashem properly. I want to, I want to make a kid Hashem. I want to learn Hashem's Torah well. But if there's any even little Lodoshma mixed in, you haven't reached this level of Tara. Again, we're talking about Madrigas here. There's a big Madrigas in Torah's Chasidus. We just came off of, of, of Precious, which itself was, was a wild ride, and now we're being introduced to Tara, and we see this too. We're talking about big Madrigas here. I, I, I point that out because I, I want to make sure we're not, we shouldn't get down on ourselves like, wow, how far am I from that? Is this even realistic? How absurd is that to think that I would mamish do a Maisa Mitzvah with zero, zero, zero motivation and intent outside of it's the will of Hashem? It's Madrega. But again, like we're saying, little by little, slowly but surely, we have that as our end goal. We aim at it and we keep chazering this over and reminding ourselves. And as I'm sure we'll see in, in, uh, later on in these chapters of Tara, where the Ramchal will express to us further what this means and how to acquire it and how to not 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 what and what detracts us from it um and then halavai will we'll be zocha to, to such a tower imagine imagine doing a maizim mitzvah purely purely for the sake of heaven what a beautiful thing there's, there's a famous maizim of uh say in Baal Shem, i think there were other tzaddikim that they say this also i'll give the kids are maizim essentially uh the Baal Shem was in a certain scenario was um basically lost all of his olam haba because of a certain thing, because he, he gave a certain Yeshua for someone, or whatever it was. Um, and he was so besimcha, he was so besimcha, because now he knew, okay, now that I know I have zero Olam Abba, so now I can finally do mitzvos and, and do the Rosh Hashem, then I know I'm purely doing it for Rosh Hashem, because my Olam Abba is gone. I, 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 I have no ulterior motives. I mean, even these big idolim, even they recognize it's, 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 a, it's a big madriga to, to reach, where every single thing we do is, or even most things or certain things or one thing that we do is absolutely purely just for the sake of our Father in Heaven to taste that even just a little bit in our lifetime you didn't have a wonderful day you have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik if you have been impacted please share with others for the daily shear please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080